The salvation of mankind depends upon independent thinkers directing their thoughts rightly. Wealth, 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 what are we missing? And here's Christian Murdy, one of my favorite badass philosophers ever. To find out what you love to do demands a great deal of intelligence because if you are afraid of not being able to earn a livelihood or of not fitting into this rotten society, then you will never find out. But if you are not frightened, if you refuse to be pushed into the grove of tradition by your parents or teachers, by your superficial demands of society, then there is a possibility of discovering what it is you really love to do. So to discover, there must be no fear of not surviving. From the book, Think on These Things. The few always compel the many. The few drag along the many. Usually the many are kicking and screaming, saying, no, keep things the way they are. And the few are like, no, this is better. We're going to go over here. And the many are like, no, I don't want to go. I want to stay in my comfort of safety, my bubble. And the few's like, too freaking bad. I'm going to make it so much better over here that you're going to have FOMO, massive FOMO. And you're going to have no choice but to eventually go over here. A lot of books have been written about this idea. Crossing the chasm. You have early adopters that embrace new technology. They are the innovators. They are the future seers. And then everyone else is like, oh, I'll deal with that later. Maybe if it becomes mainstream or maybe if it's socially acceptable or maybe if everybody's using it or maybe if I have no other choice and it's just easier, cheaper, better, whatever. Many of the great minds we still revere today, Socrates, Einstein, Gandhi, Gandhi, Mother Teresa, MLK, Steve Jobs, did not find their early success in these endeavors. Some failed to receive the recognition they deserve in their lifetimes. Either way, the outcome is the same. Humanity was better off for it. The modern marvels we appreciate today, the wheel, the steam engine, the printing press, penicillin, Rockefeller's oil network, Tesla's DC current, or was it AC? I forget. Edison was one and he was trying to discredit Tesla. Tesla had the better one. I think it was AC and not DC. I think DC was actually Edison. The internet, the telephone, the iPhone, the computer, the laptop, Bitcoin were given to us by the few. What can we learn by studying these individuals? One thing stands out, their ability to go their own way. It's not that every innovator or great thinker was iconoclastic lone wolves out to buck the trend, but most of the time, they were just that. And to change the world requires thinking outside of the box. To do that, you must rise above the status quo. You must rise above and see outside, step outside, be willing to be seen outside of what's normal of conformity. And I think it's safe to say if we look at this, the ultimate manifestation of the human potential, of the human individual that is you and that is I is to do whatever we need to do to become who we are. And usually that requires saying no to all the things around you, all the thou shouts, all the dragon with the golden scales of all the responsibilities and thou shalt do this and thou shalt do that as Nietzsche observed in his overman metamorphosis. We must shed all of that in one loud, proud roar. The lion says the sacred no, no more. Then the lion becomes a child and from a childlike state of ignorance in play, the clean slate, we rebuild our values from the ground up. I believe humanity gets better one individual at a time, which is why the podcast is called The Better Human. Now for you, I think your life, my life, I know for sure, maybe it's true for you as well. Your life gets better one individual pursuit at a time, one passion pursuit, one interest pursuit, one thing that is probably outside what's accepted or normal or the status quo. To become your highest, truest self, you must transcend. As Nietzsche said, you must transcend your humanity. As he said, the ape is an embarrassment to man. That is what man is to the overman. You must look back on your previous self and be embarrassed by it. A reminder of what you came from. Now, don't be negative about it. Every year I look back on my life, I'm happy that I'm further along. And I think to myself, damn, you thought you knew so much? That's a sign of growth. And a year that passes where I don't think that, or worse, if I ever think I was better off before, all the alarm bells are going to go off because that means I'm devolving. I'm digressing. I'm devolving to entropy. I'm wasting away to entropy. I'm not fighting and winning against entropy. I'm not growing against my previous self and against the constant of regression to disorder in the universe, which is entropy. All great life overcomes entropy. And you're either growing or you're devolving. There's no in-between. 
because nothing in this universe is constant. Change is the only constant, which implies that nothing is constant other than, I guess you could say, change and certain properties of physics and math. But those don't actually exist in the physical realm. The physical realm is the thing that's always changing. It's chaos. Ups, downs, lefts, right, dyings, growings. The higher life requires you to pursue your passions, your pursuits. You must rebel against authority, orthodoxy, and conformity. That is how you become a better human. That is how you make your life as good as it can be, yourself as good as it can be. And that's also kind of paradoxically, because it seems selfish, but it's not. It's how you give your gifts to earth, to humanity. It's how you make the world a better place, yourself. Get the Better Human newsletter over at thebetterhuman.com. Yeah.